want to know the secret to seeing really fast results when it comes to building muscle and also burning body fat because it might drop it's not what you think the reality to that is so today we're going to go through the eight best strategies for you to optimize muscle recovery which will also aid in terms of fat loss number one sleep this costs you absolutely nothing and is the most important process in terms of recovery for the body. Firstly, if you're a nerd and you're things like this, I'd check out the book, Why We Sleep, which is by Matthew Walker. What you wanna think about is ideally trying to get seven to eight hours of good quality sleep every night. I use an Aura Ring. This is a jazzy one from Gucci, which I would recommend um, for tracking your sleep because what gets tracked gets managed and gets improved. So it's a really, really important thing. When it comes to sleep, what we have to understand is our body has a natural circadian rhythm. Our body wants us to wake when the sun comes up, it wants us to go to sleep when the sun goes down. The closer we can mirror those timings, the better. So some very easy strategies to optimize your sleep so you can get better recovery, build more muscle, burn more fat, and also have a clearer mind so you can be more successful in life is this. Number one, sleep in darkroom. Number two, use an eye mask. Number three, have a cool room. Number four, would be using a nasal strip, in particular if you're a bigger guy and you're pretty jacked. You're gonna to struggle to probably breathe lying on your back and you're gonna end up mouth breathing. Now, if you mouth breathe, this is gonna mean your body's gonna be in a stressed state all night and it's not gonna go into deep sleep. So ideally you wanna be nasal breathing when we're sleeping. So using a nasal strip is a really, really easy way to open up a nasal cavity to optimize this function. So that is one of the hacks that's probably had the biggest influence in terms of my recovery. And also if you have high blood pressure issues, this is a really easy way to bring down your blood pressure. Next thing, with sleep, what we wanna think about is a couple of different things. Try not to eat two hours before going to sleep. Try not to have caffeine within six hours of going to sleep because that's gonna give you an elevated heart rate as is eating before going to bed. To be honest, I could eat a massive meal and fall asleep straight asleep, yet using my aura ring, I could see that that would give me a very elevated heart rate, which is gonna impede my recovery. These small things make a big, big difference. And if you think like 0.51% difference in your sleep makes a difference with your recovery, think about that over 365 days every year. That's a huge impact in terms of uh, muscle recovery and allowing your body to repair and improve and come back even faster. It's also one of the best ways to reduce inflammation, which is one of the number one causes of diseases within the body. Number two, nutrition. When we look at nutrition, we need to have a well-balanced diet of all three macronutrients, none of that keto BS. So what we wanna be making sure is that we have at least one gram of protein per pound of body weight. We need to have um, adequate healthy fats to make sure we can support a hormonal function. We need to make sure that we have carbohydrates in our system to make sure um, we have glycogen for um, our brain to run correctly and also for our muscles to be able to perform optimally. Those are the three things you wanna do. You wanna have obviously um, vegetables and fruits within your diet as well to give the vitamins and minerals. But I'd also highly suggest adding in on top of that um, high quality multivitamin because that will fill in a lot of the gaps. A couple of other supplements I would recommend using for optimal health for recovery. One would be um, methylfolate, which helps with your cells. The second one would be magnesium, which also can aid in terms of your sleep. Um, and then the other one in terms of performance, which would actually make a big difference for recovery is uh, electrolytes. Particularly, I live in Dubai. I played paddle yesterday in about 45 degrees. I think I pretty much had heat stroke. I take in a lot of electrolytes now to make sure I stay hydrated, which comes into the next point, it's hydration. Most of us are chronically dehydrated. You should, as a minimum, be drinking four liters of water a day. I don't care, man, woman, child. You should be drinking a lot of fluid. Our bodies are like 77% water, you need to drink. One of the biggest issues people have in terms of why they have brain fog, they can't think clearly, 
uh, in terms of why they also feel hungry is because they're actually dehydrated and your body's missignaling the dehydration as hunger, which is making you eat, which is why you're gaining body fat. So the more you understand these things, the more that will help you in terms of keeping your body in optimal state. Also, if you're better hydrated, you have a less risk of injuries in terms of tendons, ligaments, and muscle tears. We have to remember that we think about fitness, we want to think about fitness as an infinite game, not a finite game. So a finite game is a game which has an end. Now, fitness and health only ends when you die. And the game of fitness is to try and stay in the game as long as possible. So this is an infinite game, so not getting injured is one of the most important things you really need to think about. I just want to say a huge thank you for tuning into the show and hoping you've learned something so far. One huge request, so I can give you greater value, get you better guests on here and give you more information to help you get better results in your fitness and with the rest of your life. If you could kindly subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the video, leave us a five-star review and share this with a friend who can take value from this would mean a huge amount to me so I can continue growing the podcast, keep getting more guest information on there to help you. Now back to the podcast. Next thing, stretching and foam rolling. So with that, stretching has a huge importance in terms of society now, in particular like on the front of our bodies, like our hip flexors, probably our pecs, um, because we tend to get very tight because we sit down all day. We sit at our desk, we sit at our tables eating, we sit in our car, we sit on planes, we sit on trains. Like this causes the front of our body to get very tight and can pull like almost like a pelvis out of position, which can cause lower back problems. One of the key areas I recommend everyone to um, stretch is the hips in particular. Um, I've got a really, really good video on uh, hip mobility, which is about five minutes long on YouTube on the channel. So I'd highly suggest checking that out. So I'd give that a good checking through and then also think about doing dynamic movements when you're working out. In addition to um, stretching, I really like using massage guns and, and foam rolling for some places. So like my back muscles are very thick, so foam rolling is like not gonna do shit. But in terms of maybe like releasing my obliques and lying on my side, a foam roller would work well. But something like um, a lacrosse ball or, or a massage gun can work really well to release things like quads, calves, and just take some of that tension off. This is really effective because it promotes blood flow and we need blood flow for recovery. Next is when you look at active recovery. So one of the reasons we get um, what's called DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness, is where we get a breakdown of basically toxins and lactic acid after we've worked out. One of the easiest ways to flush this out is actually by moving around, getting our blood to circulate the system. So going for a walk, doing some light cardio. Um, if you've got really heavy legs DOMS, you'll find the blood flowing around will start to alleviate some of that pain and it will help. So this can be anything from like walking, even swimming, like lighter sports. I just wouldn't go and do, for example, if you trained legs yesterday, I wouldn't go and train legs again today if you've got very sore legs and you do resistance training. We need to allow at least 48 hours between weight training sessions on the same body part ideally for um, maximal recovery. Now that's scientifically proven. However, if you go over 48 hours and it's still sore, that's just inflammation, um, which is a sign when you're probably under recovering or you're training with too much volume. Because yes, there is such a thing as training too much. Next thing we want to think about recovering with ice and heat. I love cryotherapy for mental clarity. However, if your goal is to get jacked and get as big as possible, cold therapy has a negative and blunts the hypertrophy response of building muscle. When it comes to actually building muscle, when we're in the gym, we're lifting weights, we're actually creating inflammation. We want inflammation to build muscle. So if we're doing cold therapy that's reducing inflammation, that's going to blunt that response. That's why I would suggest if you're going to do cold therapy work like I do sometimes, I try and do that on days where I'm not weight training. 
huge benefit most people don't realize with uh, cold therapy like using a cryotherapy it can actually help you lose fat because it can help you burn a couple hundred calories in like three four minutes where it drops your body's core temperature so that's an easy hack for you my preference for um anyone in a more of a muscle building phase would be using saunas so heat so if we think about that logically if we get our body very very hot we're increasing blood flow we're um going to sweat we're going to like take all those toxins out of our system and we're going to promote like you can see in particular if you're lean like my blood vessels and my legs just blow up when i go in the sauna you can literally see the blood getting pushed around your body and this is circulating blood around your body which is going to improve recovery which is why i'm such a big fan of heat another way in terms of uh, optimizing blood flow is actually massages so if you have the financial means i'd recommend everyone gets um, a deep tissue massage at least once a week particular in high traffic areas are like traps lower back uh, issues where people get a lot of tightness now there's a couple of reasons why this is important so one is you get muscle adhesions where the muscles start to bind together so you can keep things nice and open there which can prevent injuries and make you stronger and also allow more room for the muscle to grow uh, in addition to that by doing massage therapy you can increase blood flow and as we've already been through on the podcast and the video that the higher the amount of blood flow you have, the faster the amount of recovery you have in terms of muscle building, and also the easier it is for your body to lose body fat. Because if we think about when we're in a position of looking to lose body fat, where's the fat going? Like, it has to go into our bloodstream, we have to excrete it somehow. So we excrete actually most of our blood in our urine and actually through our breath. The more um, blood flow we have, the easier that is gonna be. So last thing we think about having optimal recovery, and this is the biggest mistake that most people make is they don't actually have a gradual gym progression most people start training and they go in and they think oh, i'm going to do like i don't arm shorts and they usually do 30 sets of chest so i need to do 30 sets of chest that's the fastest way to get injured that's the fastest way to get severe doms that's the fastest way to build zero muscle the reality is you want to start with the least and escalate up in particular when it comes to resistance training because we want to focus on peak performance because that's how you build muscle so for example most exercises i do i only do two working sets so i might do a warm-up like four or five reps to feel the movement um, and then i'll do two sets to failure because that's the optimal state in terms of which way i can recover and also find the more advanced you get the less sets you need to do and it's more about being efficient and not wasting your time now these are the eight best steps for you to get the best results in terms of building muscle and burning body fat I hope this was helpful. If you're looking to take your physique to the next level and want help with this, make sure you drop me a message over on uh, Instagram at Charlie Johnson Fitness with any questions or drop them below the video. If you want to book in a free call, discuss about how we can help, hit the link below here and we'll see you in the next episode very, very soon.